Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Roadmap from Auto Finance News. Since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. I'm Joey Pizzolatto, editor of Auto Finance News, and joining me is Amanda Harris, associate editor. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending June 11th, 2021. Uh, as always, I want to thank Auto Finance News advertisers, Agora Data, Alpha, Defy Solutions, MarketScan, Strick and Strick and Levon for their continued support. In general news, existing home sales in March came to 5.27 million, just above the median forecast of 5.24 million, but down from February's 5.76 million. New home sales also declined on a month-over-month -month basis to 627,000, uh, down from 741,000 last month. In auto, Lordstown Motor announced that its CEO and top finance executive have resigned amid allegations that the company misreported vehicle pre-sales. Abroad, both Ford Motor and Volkswagen both said that they had plans to exit the market in India and will stop extending credit to dealers in the country. In domestic auto, our top story last week was on CU Loan Source more than doubling their originations. So I guess first, Amanda, you know, why don't you tell us just a little about a little bit about what C, who CU Loan Source is, um, and then maybe we can jump into why it's uh, you know a significant. Sure. Um, so CE Loan Source is essentially a, you know, a finance company. Um, they're, you know, a service organization that provides financing to auto dealers, um, but they particularly work with credit unions, um, but their model is a little different. So they are the ones who are originating and servicing the auto loans um, for dealers who they work with. Um, and they've extended, you know, the amount of states that they are in. Um, they we'll kind of get into that growth in a second, but they do work with multiple, with dealers across multiple states. Um, and then what they do is when they originate those loans, they actually are invested um, in by credit unions who purchase participation interest in those loans. Um, so CE Loan Source essentially keeps about a percentage of what they originate. And then everything else um, is purchased like with, um, credit unions kind of buying in or investing in those loans. And that's what provides the capital for CE Loan Source to then originate and create car loans for auto dealers. So it's a little bit of a unique model in the auto finance space. Um, we haven't really run into it too, too often. Um, you know, but it's, it's nice because it allows credit unions to put uh, capital to work um, in a way that's, you know, fairly not really risky for them um, because these this is a prime lender um, as well so they're not really getting loans that are um, you know super risky so it's a chance for them to put that extra capital to work um, and one of the reasons that it kind of stood out was because of the pandemic so credit unions during the pandemic just like other banks financial institutions saw a really big uptick in consumer deposits because the pandemic kind of made everyone realize that maybe they needed to save a little bit more. Um, you know, more consumers are focusing on, on building their liquidity because obviously that was a big thing to happen and it hurt a lot of people financially. Um, so they saw that, that uptick in deposits, which gave 
credit unions more capital to work with. And obviously they being, you know, a financer want to make that money work for their members. So this is a chance C Loan Source kind of provides that opportunity for them so they can use that increased capital to purchase participation in these auto loans, which are, again, are, are fairly non-risky for them to do this with. And it gives them extra, um, you know, profit for their members. It gives C Loan Source more capital to work with, which means their originations can go up because they have more money to make these auto loans for dealers. Um, so it's kind of a great, like, partnership kind of working and coming out of the pandemic um, for that growth. So that's kind of the, the gist of what's happening. And what, what kind of growth are we, are, are they seeing right now? Sure, um, so their growth is kind of twofold. Um, they, they grew their originations and they also grew their presence as well. Um, so they're about monthly, they're doing about 165 million in originations. Um, remember, they are the ones originating and servicing these loans. Um, and that's up almost 100% from this, this time last year. So as of like the end of May compared to the end of May in 2020. So right as the pandemic kind of was in, an, you know, in its upswing right after it kind of affected everything versus now. And again, that's really been drived by everything I just talked about with the consumer deposits going up. They have more money, obviously they can make more loans, but it also is driven by more interest. So they've had, they did grow their number of dealer partners that they work with. They've also grown the number of credit unions who invest in them by buying participation interest in these loans. So to put it in perspective, um, we looked back at 2016, which is when the current um, CEO kind of took, took over. Um, so just like, that's kind of why we had that that um, timeline. So it, looking back, they when they first started, they had about eight Georgia-based credit unions because C Loan Source is based in Georgia. They are actually owned by three, about, about three uh, credit unions that are based in Georgia. And they had about eight who then invested. So they have their owners and they have credit unions who invest in them. Now they started an expansion effort in 2017. So now they have over a hundred credit unions and in multiple states, who buy participation interests. So that's a pretty big jump in a couple of years. Um, and they've also seen, of course, that huge jump in originations. And then they also expanded um, how many dealers they work with. So they, they've grown to service about 1,050 dealers, and that's as of the end of May. And that's across about 18 states um, that, they, uh, that they actually will work with dealers in. It doesn't mean that they necessarily have dealers in each one of those states are like expanding some um, and they do plan to add more states to um, their service area as well but in that's up from about 650 dealers across eight states just a year ago so you're going from 650 to 1050 and from eight states to about 18 almost 19 because they're about to add another state as well um, so it's just kind of points to the fact that obviously there's interest in this kind of model um, that credit unions do have interest in investing in auto loans. Um, they see this as a, you know, an, an avenue for them to make money. Um, we all know like auto loans tend to be fairly, fairly safe, um, you know, especially when it's credit unions and you're talking about prime borrowers. So it just really talk to, um, you know, that growth and something else that kind of came out of the pandemic that seems to be a lasting trend. Um, Casilla Loan Source is 
setting their sights on expanding more into new states. They do expect that growth rate for dealers to continue and for the credit unions that invest in them, they do expect that to keep going up uh, through the rest of this year and into the future. All right. Well, super interesting. Um, you know, we've seen kind of seen credit unions take a little bit more of an active role in the last year, even in, you know, you had Unify uh, Credit, or Federal Credit Union, um, Credit O'Real entering the securitization market for the first time. Um, obviously, uh, with this expansion, you, you know, clearly we're seeing more interest in auto. And you're right. Auto has always been really kind of a, a safe bet for credit unions. Um, you know, their member base, their payments are higher. Um, and like you said, auto is a pretty safe piece of paper um, compared to other, you know, in asset classes or investments that, you know, they can make with their capital. So, so it'll be interesting to keep an eye on, um, you know, these kind of partnerships and things like that, which, you know, also I think we're going to see more of. I mean, if you look at IDS, um, and their acquisition of White Clark Group, I think, you know, the biggest takeaway from that is, you know, they're hearing from their lending partners that they they want more digital capabilities and companies like CU uh, Loan Source, um, that's that's what they provide, right? That that digital connection and different aspects of the business. So I think we're, we're like you said, this is, this is a trend that we're going to be seeing for quite some time. Um, well into, you know, the industry's recovery and, and certainly far out after that. Um, Amanda, you're on a vacation this week, um, but I know we do have some, some power sports stuff that we're looking into, kind of an update on the market. Um, and then obviously, you know, we are super excited to announce that Jim Drotman, uh, Executive Vice President of Ford Credit, will be joining the team for a fireside chat at the Auto Finance Summit which returns to Las Vegas, October 27th and 29th. Um, we, I'd like to think we have a pretty stellar agenda written up. So for all of our uh, listeners, please check that out at autofinancesummit.com for more details on the event. Um, and of course, we want to hear from you. Please wait, rate the roadmap on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast and follow, follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next week for another episode of the Weekly Wrap.